For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome inside Hour 2 of your favorite daytime sports talk show, the RP Show. Coming at you live for one more day from Ace Casino Airport in Calgary and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. I'll tell you the big news in a second. I'll recap the big news. A lot of people already know it. We're awaiting uh, the arrival of Alan May, NHL alum, SJ and Dub alum, Alan May. He's at Weimar Lake in Minnesota. And he's having connection issues, producer Clark tells me. Because Tim Hunter was supposed to be with us here an hour or two. The Stanley Cup champ, Calgary kid. Woke up sick today. He didn't want to affect the casino. And with Calgary Stampede beginning this week, he's like, I'm just going to take a knee here. So we'll get uh, Tim Hunter next time we're around. But I want to talk NHL uh, when we do have Alan May on. And then a lot of CFL later. I'm just lining up the show for you people. Kevin the Medium, the biggest BC Lions fan I know, quite frankly, is here at Ace Casino. He's also our sales coordinator, and he's got some things he wants to get off his chest. But the Lions getting their asses handed to them in the Braley Bowl last night. And Vernon Adams Jr. throwing six interceptions, one off a CFL record. Doug Brown over in Winnipeg saying he is what we thought he was. Harsh from a Hall of Famer. But our poll question today is for our friends at Key Yorkton Kia and the Key Auto Group. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion and urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage movement that inspires. So the poll question is... Who's winning NHL free agency right now? And running away with it is the Toronto Maple Leafs. The other options are the Nashville Predators and the Carolina Hurricanes or other. And now, at long last, joining us from Weimar Lake, Minnesota, our good friend, Alan May, TV star from the Washington Capitals television broadcast. Happy summer, Alan. It looks like you were having a blast there with our buddy Jeff Pearson. Give me an update on that, sir. I have the Pearson boys here, and uh, we've been here. We had a memorial. We've had some concerts. Uh, it's been outstanding. Today's the first rainy day we've had, but it's going to clear up in about an hour, and we're going to get back to doing what we do best. Okay. I did not know that Brad Pearson was there as well. So happy Independence Day, gentlemen, and I know that you're having a blast. Alan, how would you answer this question as to who's winning NHL free agency here uh, four days into it? Well, you know, I I would say I look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and they've added better skaters, guys that can move the puck, that they can play with a better pace. Uh, I thought they had too many guys that were slow last season. Uh, I didn't like their defense. I liked their defense with the, you know, I'm not against Luke Shen. I just didn't like him playing as the number one right D-man. I thought he should be in the third hole and be your number six, seven guy. Justin Hall, haven't been a big fan of, but I think you add Klingberg to the mix. And what he can do in the power play, right shot defenseman, you never know if he's going to pass or shoot. He can get the puck up the ice. I think they needed that. They needed to improve the skating on the back end. And there's a few tweaks that they can make over the course of the season. But I thought when they brought those players in late in the year, they were slow. Uh, they had identities, but they were slow. And as we saw in these playoffs, you had to be fast and you had to be physical. Well, if you can't get there, you can't be physical. And I didn't think the Leafs could get there uh, in the playoffs. So... I think the Leafs have done a very good job of making a better team. I'm a big fan of Brad Tree Living and the things that he thinks are important in building teams. And I'd expect he's probably going to go to the well 
uh, the Calgary Flames will probably try to find someone he can grab off the blue line there to really upgrade the Toronto Maple Leafs back end. So I got a lot to get to with Alan May. I see our, our audience has chimed in because I threatened to tell some stories near the end of hour one, Alan. I said, I don't think anybody cares. They all said, no, no, we want to hear those stories. So when Alan and I are done, we will. But I got to pick Alan's uh, brain because to be honest, obviously I respect you so much and I think you're just the best guy. And I want to know your take on this adage. Is the team that signs the biggest free agent the team that wins free agency? And if so... Could Carolina be given consideration over Dmitry Orlov? You watched Orlov for so long in Washington. Was he at the top of your free agent board? Well, I would think for defensemen, I, you know, I, he wanted an eight-year contract in Washington and a big one, and we knew he wasn't going to get it. There's a lot of hard miles on that guy. He's a great defensive defenseman, something I never thought he'd become because when he first was in the league and paired with Mike Green, They'd be on the offensive zone uh, for a minute or two, you know, rolling around, getting shots, shooting from everywhere, zinging the puck around. But then they'd be two minutes inside the defensive zone. The other team would be doing it, but they wouldn't have two defensemen like that. So I, I look at Dimitri. That was a great signing by the Carolina Hurricanes. But I don't think that's how you win free agency. I think when you look at your slots and Team Canada uh, over the course of time, they put a program together years and years ago, the Hockey Excellence Program of how you slot all your first liners, your second liners everyone third and fourth and what the key ingredients have to be on your team and it goes through all six-year defensemen and you know hopefully your goaltending but I think right now I'm looking at the Dallas Stars they made some minor tweaks I look at the Toronto Maple Leafs they made some key tweaks because the guys they brought in are gritty uh, they skate well they have a nose for the net they can create offense but when I saw Max Domi in the playoffs this year he was all in fully involved every game Bertuzzi first kick at the can I believe in the playoffs had 10 points in seven games he was all in. He fit in very well with the Bruins. Uh, but I think these are huge upgrades for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I'm just looking at who got the guys in the best slots. And I think right now the Toronto Maple Leafs are winning that. Uh, there's some other teams out there. They're still going to have to make trades to assemble their rosters. But I look at the New York Rangers as an example. And the trade deadline, and near the trade deadline this last spring, they bring in Patrick Kane and Tarasenko and all these other players. Well, they had too many guys that were the same type of player that needed power play time. They all played the exact same position on the power play, so it didn't work. They had too many guys they were trying to keep happy. And then the guys that really got them to the top of the standings and where they were on the Rangers, all of a sudden they're taking a backseat to these new guys. So I think when you slot players in, what they've done uh, in Toronto, it's a very intelligent signing period for Brad Treleving. I thought... The Leafs were kind of a disaster last year in free agency. I thought they were a disaster at the trade deadline. And right now, I can't believe I'm saying so many positive things about the Toronto Maple Leafs, but they've done a very good job. <laughs> I know. Well, I also know you're not the biggest fan of Kyle Dubas, and Dubas ain't there anymore, so you're, you're allowed to do that, Al. We got a lot of questions that have come in from our viewers uh, for you. Uh, John in Winnipeg, John Ohm says, Alan, how long is Alex Ovechkin? Ovechkin going to play into his 50s? What do you think, Al? I think he's going to play out this contract. Uh, there's a lot of wear and tear in that body. I don't think there's been any offensive player that's ever played so long that's played so physical. Granted, he's not as physical as he was, but I'm not sure the body can take much. We, we know that they wanted to get one more kick at winning the Stanley Cup. He certainly wants to become the all-time leading goal scorer in the history of the National Hockey League. And you know, so I, I expect, I think there's three years left on his contract. I expect him to play out those three years if the body will let him. But we saw coming down the pike last year, uh, his, he, it was bothered by some injuries. They were nagging. So he really needed not to make the playoffs. They needed to have an offseason where all those older, awesome Washington Capitals could, you know, recover, recuperate, uh, rehabilitate, whatever they needed to do to get back at it. But I expect Ovi to be flying with the new coach, a different system, uh, different looks on the power play. I'm expecting another monster season, which shouldn't be happening. I didn't think he'd be able to just keep pumping away like he's been doing, but, you know, he's got 90-some goals the last two seasons that he's been a little banged up doing so. I got to ask you about your caps. Mitch Love has joined the Capitals as an assistant coach. You were saying on this show you felt the Flames should hire him as their head coach. He's gone to Washington as an, as an assistant. What do you know about that from the AHL's Wranglers, two-time coach of the year in the, in the Apple? You know what, what I like about Mitch Love signing there? I thought for sure he'd probably be considered uh, for the Flames. And I was very surprised, you know, going in a different direction, a different voice, the, 
The MO on him is that he's a great communicator, a high energy guy that really understands the game. And I know he was offered in Toronto, but I think in maybe cutting the cord and going with the new system and a new group of people, that you know you're always going to be able to go back to tree loving if if he's looking for you in the future maybe to make him the head coach down the line but i think a, a young progressive staff that the capitals have they need to teach their new younger defensemen they're trying to get in the lineup uh, i i think you come with great credentials he hasn't been a coach all that long uh pro hockey just two years but i think it's important that he gets on the bench he learns how to communicate with the big guys who are making the big bucks he's got a john carlson who's an eight million plus guy and guys that have been around the block have won Stanley Cups. He's going to learn, they're going to learn, but he's going to inject new life, enthusiasm, and some new age ideas like Spencer Carberry is as well. So uh, I'm happy that the Caps went in a direction. I thought the defense coach had to be critically important. I didn't like the look of the D the last few seasons uh, and a lot of the things they were doing. There was a couple things with Lavi's system that I did not like. I thought for an aging team, uh, it made a slow team slower. And I thought they needed to be more perpetual motion. I think they will be a, a more puck-hungry team, a more five-man unit team that's not just sitting backwards and standing around uh, when they don't have the puck. So I'm expecting a lot of great things out of these new young coaches in Washington. Way out of left field with this one, but John in Edmonton, your hometown, Alan, wants to know if you think Atlanta could get an NHL team again. And we are on the air in Atlanta WQEE radio right now, so I'm sure a lot of people would love to know your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I really don't want the league to expand past 32 teams, but, you know, Atlanta, it, it was ownership problems there. It wasn't, you know, it, they weren't doing anything to make the, the Thrashers a better franchise. And there was infighting. They only cared about the basketball team. And it sounds like they're hot and heavy. So when I hear all the rumors and the people that I've been talking with, speaking with about this. It sounds like they're back on the radar, as it's Houston, uh, Salt Lake City. All those are legitimate. The people I've talked to, uh, they're pretty high up in the league. They believe in it, but I just don't know if they're going to go. I know everyone wants, as an owner, you know, these new franchises may go for a billion dollars because the league's kind of healthy right now. Everyone's having to restructure television deals in the regional markets in the U.S. Canada's got its own issues, uh, but I expect uh, Salt Lake, I played a season there, and I absolutely loved it. It's a great hockey town. They've had, uh, when they were in the IHL, they sold out almost every game for years. They were Calgary's farm team. They were the Islanders' farm team. I won a championship there. We had about 25,000 people in a building. Uh, they were sitting in the aisles for our championship game years and years ago against Orlando. So, you know, th those are teams. I think Atlanta's got another chance, but I wouldn't be surprised with the guy that wants to own the team in, in uh, Salt Lake City, uh, deep pockets, a ton of money, a very progressive guy. He's got great ideas on how to promote his team regionally on television. Uh, so there, there's a lot of things to like about Salt Lake. Houston, I think, is a great, great hockey market, but they want big league hockey. And if they can go in there with the same ownership group that owns the arena and owns the, the Rockets, uh, I think they got a healthy chance to go there. So it, it, it's Atlanta would probably be on the outside looking in when you're looking at Houston and Salt Lake City, in my opinion. Yeah, but didn't that Salt Lake City one just come out of nowhere? I'd never really even heard that before, and now they're like a front runner. Yeah, well, it's because of the owner. And the biggest thing there, they just put a ton of money into their arena downtown, but that was one of those arenas. The old owner of uh, this, uh, the Utah Jazz built a basketball arena where the, the stands, so when we played games in there, there was about four or 5,000 stands that couldn't be used. They were just flat. It was like the old Phoenix Arena downtown. It wasn't made for hockey. It was made with these guys who owned the teams. They didn't want competition. Uh, they wanted to build those arenas for themselves to keep the National Hockey League out of there. Uh, it it kind of worked. It's ruined you know, the great things that uh, the Coyotes had when they first got there. They had a great fan base downtown, and then they moved so far away. But I don't think you, any team that's ever moved away from their fan base has really hurt it. Florida's done it. Ottawa's done it. Uh, you know, Tampa did it for a while. Then they figured out they get right smack dab downtown. And what a great event uh, they hold at all times, and it's easily accessible to everyone. I played downtown Miami. I love the new arena, but it's a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. And all those original fans, they've got a lot. You know how bad the traffic is there. I don't have to tell you especially, but uh, you have to stay where your fan base is. So Salt Lake City is an easy town to get around, but they would need a brand new arena that's made for hockey and basketball. You're a TV guy. You get this. We have two minutes. What do you expect out of Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks this season? Well, I'm really worried about his cast of characters he's around. Because when I look at 
how tough it was for a lot of those first overall picks at Edmonton because they didn't have the roster. I look at Sidney Crosby. He went to uh, Pittsburgh. His roster was pretty damn good. Uh, same thing Patrick Kane. When he got, it was three years until a cup. Sidney was three years until a cup. They had way better rosters right now. The aging guys that they've signed, I'm kind of baffled at the Corey Perry for $4 million. Foligno certainly for $4 million. Uh, they're older, slower. Uh, it's going to be easier to focus on Connor Bedard. I know he's an outstanding talent, but he's going against real defensemen that can really skate, that have been, you know, they're the best of the best in the National Hockey League. Even the guys you don't like are really good. Uh, so it's not going against guys that are, you know, one bad game away going playing in the SJHL or the AJHL when you're Regina, and you now you're going against the big guys. Like if he goes against Vegas, they've got a really big team, really big defensemen that can all skate that can shut him down. So I hope for Connor Bedard, they wheel and deal and get him some guys that he can play with so he's not too easy to focus on because guys are going to take it, take it a great deal of pride in trying to shut him down. Uh, and when you have more players, it's easier to get away from coverage and, and do things. So uh, I, I'm hoping they upgrade that roster so we're, we're not sitting there, what's wrong with Connor? He needs a cast of characters in the NHL because you look, as great as McDavid is in Edmonton, he didn't have a, a cast around him, uh, and it was easier to focus. They weren't having success. They weren't getting to the playoffs. Uh, you start to build and develop that roster, it makes it harder to focus on just one player. So I'm hoping Connor gets help uh, as we go down the way because last year when the Capitals were in there and Ovi scored the hat trick for his 800, I'm surprised he didn't have 10 goals, and I'm surprised the team didn't score 20 that night because it was a very poor team on the ice. A lot, they were all NHL players, but they just shouldn't have been on the same team at the same time in the same game. So he definitely has to have an upgraded roster so he can really dazzle us. And ho hopefully we have an exciting Rookie of the Year race this year. It's not just a one guy. I'm hoping Fantilli puts pressure on him. I'm hoping he puts pressure on Fantilli. But I'm excited to see him in an NHL uniform. I'm excited to see him shoot the puck all the time. And I'm hoping that he has a long, incredible, awesome career. A fantastic update. Thanks for joining us last minute, Al. I get back to doing all the fun things I'm watching you guys do and uh, enjoy the rest of summer. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Washington Capitals TV analyst Alan May. I feel like I can say it all CFL the rest of the way. Kevin, the medium will join us next live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio podcast and YouTube live. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant. Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Thank you.
And we are back live at Ace Casino Airport, as you can see. Folks, Ace Casino's making significant contributions to the surrounding communities in numerous ways. In 2022 alone, our daily tournaments enabled us to donate an impressive sum of over $250,000 to our in-house charities, Ace Poker is revolutionizing the poker landscape with its philanthropic endeavors. And that includes bringing on people like Kevin the Medium, a BC Lions fan who's been waiting like an hour since you were triggered somewhat. Uh, how you doing, Kev? I am doing awesome. Okay. One sec, a couple minutes before we bring you on. Breaking news with what you would like to talk about. Breaking news from Jeff the Stams fan. He says the 2023 Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest men's division is officially canceled for 2023. The mustard belt will be vacant for the next year. Wow. Apparently it's a weather-related issue. How do they not plan if you can't move it inside? But whatever, I don't know any more about it. Thank you, Jeff, for the breaking news. And for the people near the end of hour one, you don't, you know some of this, you don't know all of us. Uh, the, the audience said, we like your stories, Rod. And people have related this show to Howard Stern of sports. Yes. And I'm cool with that. God, I love hearing his stories. So when I got fired as voice of the Rough Riders in January of 2019, I had a lot of offers afterwards. Like the one writer uh, audience here, James in Manitoba, says Rod and Hustler make a great team. And I always thought it would be fun to be on a team of a morning show or a drive in a major sports market. You know what I mean? I'd never had that opportunity before. And within a week of me getting smoked, I got, or like after, I had uh, CJME. You've heard of them, I think, the Green Zone. The sworn rival of where I was. Oh, okay. That you hadn't heard of them? No. Doesn't surprise me. I'm not from Rejoice. That's fine. They said, when can you start? And I said, I have a year-long non-compete, so I oh, can't even yes. talk to you for a year. So check back with me in a year. And then here in Calgary... Fan 960, Sportsnet 960 said, come on out to Calgary. We got a spot for you, 10 a.m. to noon. We'll call it the Rod Peterson Show, and let's go. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that this was within weeks of me getting let go. And we were working out the details, and I'll never forget the guy that was doing the interview, and the hiring, if you will. And you do know this. He goes, listen, just so you know, you're not coming out to Calgary to start over. You're coming out here in the hole, like in the negative, because there's a lot of people that friggin' hate you out here. Oh, and I yeah. said, you know what? We're done. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm not going somewhere where I'm hated. I deserve better than that. I've been in this business 30 years. I'm not, no. And that was that. <laughs> so I was, had a lot of money, still do. I didn't, wasn't in a rush. And then Darren came to me and Paul and said, would you consider hosting this show? And I'm like, yeah. Give me a while to think about it. I made, and I didn't consciously make them sweat, but I'm like, I could do a lot of things. You could have. You know? And we started uh, this show June 3rd, 2019. So we just passed four years. We're in year five. But it, what's interesting is we've now gone back to CJME. We've gone back to Fan 960. We, we, hey, we have a show now. Carry the show and we're good. No, we want you to come work for us or we're not carrying your show. And I'm like, well, I'm not coming to work for you. Which amazes me because they'll throw on U.S. shows instead of a, a great, not just a good, but a great Canadian sports talk show. Makes no sense. Um, but again, I'm not, no. I, I swore I would never, ever, ever go back to what I was doing. That last job finished me. It finished me. Well, and you finished know, me. you wouldn't be happy if you were stuck no. Talk, just talking about the Flames or uh, just talking about the Stampeders or any, you could throw in any one team there. It wouldn't be fun I'm for you. I'm sorry, but my stomach just turned. Exactly. At the thought. It physically turned at the thought of being chained to one team. And it's funny because coming out of Canada, a long weekend. I know you had a great weekend. I know I, I had a great weekend. I hope our audience had a great weekend. And I'm seeing the people that are covering these teams now at the stadium, in the stands, watching the team. The team that doesn't really want you there anyways. And it's you're like... You're a nuisance. You're a nuisance. <laughs> I, hey, days off are actually a good thing, man. You should try it. What? What? A life? Gosh forbid. Here we are. So, there's the stories. There were opportunities to do these things. And I just, I see it now. They, 
I said to Darren, they wanted me before, but they don't want me now. Why don't they want to carry the show? And Darren's like, they want to control you. Ha! Nope. <laughs> you don't put sa a saddle on a Mustang. You don't. <laughs> Did you just refer to yourself as a Mustang? I am. Okay. That's not new, by the way. <laughs> can, can you get up to speed here? I'm sorry. Chuck Daly, the former, coach, coffee. the former coach of the Detroit Pistons, said that about Dennis Rodman. You don't put a saddle on a Mustang. You don't even try. You don't. So don't try to control me, and we'll all be better off. You know that. You don't try. I don't even try. So, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Your like, mind went somewhere. It did. It did. It was like, no, don't go there. You go ahead. <laughs> no. Okay. We're on TV. I'm We're glad that you're her. smiling, uh, despite the fact that your team got their asses whipped by the Toronto Argonauts in the Braley Bowl Monday. You know, I've heard you say that a couple times now. We, we didn't get whipped. I mean, it, take away the last TD. It was a kind of a Hail Mary throw, apparently. I didn't watch that. The last pick. The last pick. Yeah. The, and the last pick, pick which okay. was a t touchdown. Yeah. Um, we still had four, over 418 yards in total offense. I mean, it wasn't like we didn't score a touchdown like other teams that we beat. Um did they beat us? Yeah, Toronto deserves full credit for what they accomplished. Six interceptions. Um, I think Kel, uh, Kelly's probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks Jack Kelly. in the CFL. <laughs> the guy is phenomenal. The way he can read a defense and pick them apart. He didn't throw 50-yard touchdown passes. He was doing the 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards, and picked us apart. Oh, I, I apologize because I've heard so many opinions from people since that game ended. So you are saying Vernon Adams was the lone reason they lost, or you're not saying Vernon Adams is the sole reason they and lost? And we, we talked about this this morning as we were setting up. Very rarely will I say it's one person's fault that we lost that game. But... As a QB, you're throwing six interceptions, four of those blatant, like there was not a not an orange shirt, or sorry, a smoke shirt around them. You gotta take... You Are got, you concerned? No, not at all. VA will bounce back next game. We play Montreal. Um, and um, I took BC against Montreal. So. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The We're great, bouncing back. Great comments are coming in here. Oh, I can There's imagine. There's a man after my heart right there. Under Armour from head to toe. Same as me. <laughs> I love that stuff. You know that. I know that. I'm going down there today. Uh, Moose is going today. I'm going to tomorrow to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm hoping USA Football's clothing deals with Under Armour. I don't know. I asked oh. them in our meeting last week, what's your predominant colors? They're like Navy base, obviously, red and white trim. Okay. Got to be color coordinated to these football things, man. You know that. Hockey people generally don't care. But anyways, uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says six turnovers is a whipping, regardless if you can find Don through the clouds. You got your ass kicked, Kevin, admit it. We did. We did. did. And, but it's not like we were destroyed like Winnipeg was when BC played Winnipeg. They were destroyed. Yeah. They were humiliated. David in Winnipeg, David Ice writes, and he says, I'm coming to BC October 6th for my revenge. Go Bombers! Uh, we've got some great stuff here. Some really good stuff. <laughs> Jeff the Stamps fan who's been oh, with us Jeffy. all day and I appreciate him. He goes, even a great medium like Kevin can have his clairvoyance clouded with his own biases. There's a real debate going on, and I don't know if you've seen it with regards to what you're able to do. I, it's funny, isn't it? It's, <laughs> well, I don't even know what it is. Well, it's it's really funny because you started off when we first met, and I think the first time I commented on, on your show long before we became friends, and you comment, you said Kevin the Medium, and you kind of gave me that moniker. That's right. And I ran with it because I thought, hey, that sounds really cool. Mediumship has nothing to do with sports. I can't predict sports. If I could, I'd be really rich. <laughs> right. So you just have fun with that. Yes. But it's other stuff. He speaks to dead people, but it's a sports show. I'm going to stop. Here's one. Arlen Bruce III. My buddy, A.B. Says, when I was playing, Ken Austin would have pulled the quarterback for throwing three interceptions. Six picks? That's fundamentally inaccurate as a quarterback. The only way to bounce back is to win or make the playoffs. And what does BC have this week? BC has Montreal. In a rematch of the 2006 Grey Cup. That is correct. 
I agree with AB3. I was shocked that they didn't pull him. Um, it's not like you don't have a good backup. I was too. Was Did Rick Campbell address that after the game? Any BC fans out I there? I didn't hear anything. I didn't either. We jumped right into our podcast right after the game, so I really didn't watch. Uh, I think we left, stopped watching after, at the three-minute warning. So, um, One thing, AB brings up Ken Austin, and I was having a chat recently with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback. And don't try to guess who it is, because I won't tell you who it is. Oh, okay. But he was talking about Cody Fajardo, who... You watched that game Saturday night? Seven, I did. 17-3, Winnipeg won at Montreal. Rain-soaked game at McGill. Turning, TSN turning point was third quarter. Cody's goal line interception with his team only down 10-0 at the time. No points on the board. They lose. But anyways, this Hall of Fame quarterback said to me, as we're talking right now, he goes, because uh, I like Fajardo a lot, but he shouldn't do interviews. They should not put a mic in his face. So hang on. And I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, every time he speaks, he puts his foot in his mouth. And he goes, and that's what finished him in Saskatchewan was him calling out his receivers. And I said, well, Kent did that when he played. Bo did that. Uh, right. But you know what that quarterback said to me? Doesn't make it right. It's, it doesn't. And I, I That's used exactly to, what he said. I used to lose it on when I heard Bo blaming his uh, receivers when it was obvious Bo overthrew him. Or so, and I him. said to that quarterback... And there are a lot of Hall of Fame quarterbacks, so you'll never guess who it was. I said, I give a lot of guys a lot of slack that are good guys and are honest. And he goes, so do I. But Cody's a great guy. Yes. Great player. Ken Austin's a great guy and a great player. But he just says, that's where it all started to unravel. Don't let him do interviews and he'll be fine. And I, I'd like to know if you, because uh, I've never asked Cody about it, if you would, could take that back if he would. Or how about we give these guys more media training? And no, that'll never happen, so. Teach them more how to, no. as they're growing in the game, <laughs> teach them how to talk. Yeah, no, they don't do that. They, <laughs> they don't should, do that. though. Do you not agree? This is what they need. Hims helps guys like you with all your health and wellness needs. <laughs> Having issues in the bedroom? You're not alone. But Hims has you covered. Hims has lots of personalized options to treat ED like Viagra, Cialis, and Hard Mints, wintergreen chewable tablets compounded with doctor-trusted ingredients. New, discreet, and only available through Hims at 4hims.com/care. You can access licensed medical providers and trusted treatments for ED 100% online. If prescribed, Hims will ship to you for free in discreet packaging. It's that simple. 4 slash care. More with Kevin the Medium when we come back to Ace Casino Airport right after this timeout on the Game Plus uh, television network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. The RP Show continues live from Ace Airport Casino. Whoop! And just ahead of more with Kevin the Medium, a sports update on this Tuesday. The Toronto Blue Jays look to end a three-game losing skid tonight as they open a three-game series with the White Sox in Chicago. It's Chris Bassett starting for the Jays against Chicago's Lucas Giolito. Jays fourth in the American League East, 11 games back of the division-leading Tampa Bay Rays, two games out of a wild-card spot. Atlanta Braves all-star outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. has made history by becoming the first player in MLB history 
to reach 20 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. The 25-year-old is also just the third player to hit 20 homers and steal 40 bases in the first 84 games, joining Ricky Henderson and Eric Davis. I hope he keeps it up and is named MVP. And uh, the Argos are the CFL's lone unbeaten club following Monday night's 45-24 win over the visiting BC Lions. Toronto defensive back Robert Daniel hauled in three picks and ran one back for a touchdown. This sports update is for the Steadies. Their island rock genre of music was named Concert of the Year by Planet S Magazine. Their new tour kicks off now. Look them up and... Catch the Steadies when they come to your area. Visit thesteadies.ca for more info and stream the Steadies today on Apple Music and Spotify and brought to you by Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 in theaters July 12th at Landmark Cinemas starring Tom Cruise. The Progressive Insurance text lines open 902-518-3033. Kevin the Medium is with us. I'm quite thrilled that I gave you that nickname. As many of my friends have said, you're the king of all the nicknames and you don't have one. And I said, I'm okay with that. John McPhee writes in on the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. John in Rosetown, he says, Fajardo tried to play the victim a lot in Saskatchewan. Sprinkles when he was winning, hurt feelings when he wasn't. Did he try to play the victim or was he just being himself? and speaking his truth. It drives me nuts when you speak your truth and people are like, oh, you're playing the victim. No, he wasn't. He was speaking his truth. It's a tough one. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. Me neither. Only because the world has changed. People's feelings get hurt really easily. So I don't know the answer to all that. I don't know. Uh, so John, it, it, it hurts me to hear him say that because he's clearly a Ryder fan. As am I, grew up that way, but Cody Fajardo's my guy, and it just didn't work out. I mean, that's the one thing. that You haven't spent a lot of time in Saskatchewan, but it's an intense place, similar to Calgary's intense if you're a flame. Yes. Vancouver, I would think, is intense if you're a Canuck. For sure. And if it doesn't end well, I don't know how you could stay there for the rest of your life. Well, I swear you, to God. You, I don't. We talked about Paul McCallum, um, one well, of my favorite kickers next to Louie, um, and I don't know how somebody could live the way he had to live. I, don't, I was surprised he lasted a year after his incident. Oh. It was hell. You talked about it. Um, so, yeah, I just, I get irritated when I hear people, oh, well, Cody pulled the, is showing what a Cody really is, or VA showed who VA really is. Usually these are make, guys making these comments have never been out of their mama's basement and they're sitting behind their keyboard being a warrior and it drives me nuts. Get out there and actually play well, the game. Then you can talk. It wasn't even the keyboard warrior stuff. And again, here we are and how this show is different than all the others and why, frankly, I won't say it's better, but I will definitely say it's different. And that's why people like it. You say keyboard warriors. They suck too, they but do. they don't have any balls whatsoever, like none. So they don't bother me. But the one night with McCallum, after he missed the 18-yard field goal in the overtime of the 2004 West Final, it was only a couple of weeks later. I was in the bar with him. I know, shocking. The pump, and a guy came up and spit in his face. See, that would... I saw it with my own eyes. So what Kevin's saying is, how did he last a year after that? Did he just you know? hide? Like, how, how do you go out with your family? He has children. Yeah, Paul's... L He's not the kind of guy to hide. No, it, well, I'm he sure, just right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm glad he ended up in B.C. and had a great career in B.C. Well, and by the way, I think that that's a people thing. I don't think it's a Ryder fan no, thing. No, that's like, a people thing. Yeah, Jeff, the Stamps fan says maybe Ryder fans are their own worst enemies sometimes. Don't, I only reference that because I was there and I saw it. I'm sure there's Flames players that would have stories or Leaf players or whatever. I'm sure there's stamp fans. Well, look at Derek that Jeter. That are just as bad. Derek Jeter couldn't leave his uh, downtown condo in New York, yes, right? Like exactly. that's It's a people thing. It's not a rider thing. Well, maybe, maybe not. Nelson, our VP of Sim fans, writes in and says, uh, rider fans are the real problem. We literally have nothing else to care about in this province, so we fixate on rider football, and fans are not afraid to say or do things to players' faces. Meanwhile, John Ohm... 
Ohms says, Ryder fans rock. I will never apologize for being one, period. Nobody's saying we have to, but you also don't live there, John. There's a very big difference. There's a very big difference. Big difference. I mean, there's no other fan in the CFL <laughs> that literally tattoo their team on themselves. I've seen it twice in the last month. Ryder fans having tattoos and not small indiscreet yeah. tattoos, big tattoos. Like they live this. This is their passion, unlike any other fan in the CFL. Well, we're getting somewhat derailed here. Leanne in Regina says, why does Cody's past seasons have to keep being brought up? Let's all move on. Un that is a great comment by her. But in this world, particularly sports, it's always going to come up. It's just always going to it's, come up. And it's not just sports, Rod. Your past is brought up on a regular basis yep. to you and about you. So it's not just a sports thing. It's a life thing. So you have to deal with that because you can't control other people. I get it. I get it all the time with my politics in the past. It's always brought up. Craig in Toronto from the Hockey Hall of Fame says, good on Randy. What are we talking about? Did we did we reference a Randy? <laughs> I don't remember ref referencing Randy. Can you be more specific, Craig? Are you watching the right show? <laughs> um, He's been drinking out of the cup. Buff <laughs> Have you been drinking out of the cup, Craig? A <laughs> little early to be drinking? No. Hey, I'm going to be in Toronto in end of July. We're going to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. So look him up. I'm going to look you up. Oh, um, it's so much fun. Budget at least a half a day, maybe a full day. That's the plan. Um, I, w I wouldn't necessarily advocate everybody do this, but it certainly worked for Buffalo Bill. <laughs> You're very attractive. You're very attractive. <laughs> This is my friend who came up from the U.S. of A. Happy Independence Day, by the way, Buffalo Bill. He came up here and spent a week with me, and we had such a big old time. I still have the photos of it. And he says, uh, I am now a fan of the CFL. Calgary was eye-opening. Point being, he's not, he was a Ryder fan, but he's not just a Ryder fan anymore. He dropped $800 in the Stampeders store. And he, he was cheering for the Argos last night. Yeah, well, he, it's just, he goes, it's great to be a fan of the whole league. <laughs> I know it's very difficult for a lot of people to get their head around. Trust me, I get it. But you look at my closet. It's got gear of almost every team. So I can walk into any arena or stadium and wear the gear and be the part. And you know how it started, by the way, on all those sports trips that I did, which, by the way, we haven't got ours planned yet. But everywhere we're I went, it as we speak. Yeah, I would buy gear wherever we were. Tampa Bay, Phoenix, Dallas, San Diego, Los Angeles, New York, whatever. Because I didn't want to look like a tourist. See, I wanted to fit in. I do that with hats. I have hats from every yeah. arena I've been to. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Um, so I, I started accumulating stuff. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then you just jump from one team to another. You go into a stadium. And everybody likes you. Because... I went into Rexall Place back in the day wearing a Dallas Stars jersey when my when I was a Stars fan and I, and I for 26 years I was a Stars fan when my dad worked for them. Well, of course, it was not pleasant. <laughs> People were yelling at me, throwing beer on me, dumping beer on oh, me. Oh, really? Or maybe I was dumping beer on myself. I can't remember. Either way, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> what? Dumping beer on yourself would uh, probably be more than. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Oh, uh, Craig was referring to Randy from Winnipeg. Oh, okay. But we don't know what the comment was. Ah, here he goes. He goes, as a Bomber fan, I wish all teams well. CFL needs nine supportive franchises. 25 to 30,000 fans for every game would be awesome. I wonder if we're getting there. Um, well, that's wait, wait, we got a break. We'll be right back with overtime. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleet Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Here we go, everybody. If you can believe it's our last day for now at Ace Casino Airport in Calgary. Uh, but every day's happy hour from 2 to 5 p.m. 25% off appetizers and 525 domestic beer and highballs. It's overtime for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and I laugh because uh, Buffalo Bill has written in, who, by the way, is also Stephen from North Dakota, as we can bring in Kevin the Medium here. And you're laughing, too. We're smiling. He's, he's had a lot of comments today. He says, I miss the mountains. You're very attractive. <laughs> which mountains is he referring yeah, to? Yeah, which mountains are you referring to, <laughs> Buffalo Bill? And he says, uh, he goes, thanks for the great week and show. It's only Tuesday. The week's not. We just started the week. I think he was talking about the week he was. I know here. what he. I know. I'm just. I honestly <laughs> know. Him. I'm just having fun. Hey, before we move on, can we talk about uh, our last day at this uh, great location for a while? Whatever and you want. How awesome Ace Casino and all their staff from Jen, Amanda, Kim, uh, everybody over at the poker room. They've been Marlene. Am- Marlene. They've been amazing to us. <laughs> And I, I look forward to coming back at one point. Okay, one thing about Ace Casino Airport. And I'm going over to Gray Eagle tonight. We're great friends with those guys. I don't know if I told you that. I'm going to uh, Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin' tonight. And I didn't get invited to only have us. one pass. Oh, That's okay. why. Okay. There's your answer. <laughs> so here's the big difference. Big difference. It's a different clientele. Everything is different. Oh, yes. Right? Both casinos. But here, but the people are great in both places. And so the other day, I was getting banana bread at the counter, and Brenda, you know the great Brenda? She's like a, a Brenda's host. Brenda's amazing. Yeah. So she goes, put that on my tab. Marlene, put that on my tab. She says that. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, Brenda, you don't have to do that. That's so nice of you. And Marlene, who looks, she looks like a friend of mine. They, they look like they could, I'm not going to say any more than that. She looks like she could be twins with my friend. She goes, are you going to put that on your blog? <laughs> on your blog. Yeah, she like leaned over the, the, the counter. Are you going to put that on your blog? And she like, reads it daily. How do you know? So I looked you up. And yesterday I was having breakfast here at Hotel Clique. And the server, the one that won server of the, year, uh, the month, the yeah. photos on the wall. She goes, congratulations on your sobriety. And I nice. said, what do you mean? She goes, I looked you up. I Googled it. And I'm like, I'm, af- I'm afraid of what you found. And she goes, eight years sober, way to go. You look so good. You look so happy. And I said, I am all of those things. So thank you. So that's just the nice vibe. Yes. Gray Eagle has it too. Yes, they both do. They and both do. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, I'm obviously partial to this one because I come here to play poker. And I think this poker room by far is the best poker room in Calgary. If you, if you like mm-hmm. poker, come down, check it out. And it's not only because I won the tournament last Friday. It's because the staff. Congratulations! You're not dropping good. any names no. or bragging. No, no, no I wasn't bragging at You're all. You're pulling a BC lion. <laughs> uh, Randy from Winnipeg says Canada's casinos are fighting for the RP show. Nice. Not complaining. And if you could get some casinos in Winnipeg off, off their ass, I'd be love to come out there. But why would we when they're rolling out the red carpet here? Well, I mean, we still I, want to come out there for the banjo bowl. So if yeah, anybody listening in Winnipeg wants to. Host us for the Banjo Bowl. Reach out. Yeah, I'm just, again, <laughs> after being very clearly shown where, uh, let's just say it's very clear where we're wanted, and that's where we're going to be. <laughs> I'm done talking about SAS quarterbacks and why they left. It's a favorite pastime. Nelson said it earlier. Go we can sit and talk about this forever. How and why Ken Austin left. How and why Cody Fajardo. I don't want to do that today. But... You could do that for two hours. Do you hours. feel, and I did. That ain't my job anymore. <laughs> yes. Did the BC Lions get too cocky? You know, it's funny. Jake and I were talking about that during the game. Our line is, did they read their own press? 
I don't know if it was a case of reading their own press or they just came in and expected Toronto to play a different game. I think Toronto just outcoached them, outplayed them. Um, Toronto wasn't running the ball the way they have in past games. They were throwing the ball way more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Toronto, full full uh, credit for the win. Did Vernon Adams have a bad game? Yeah, but well, Toronto won. I had this epiphany. Someone would say I was guided with this. I don't want to be the guy to sit and complain about how much better it was in the old days. But it was. It was. And I sit, like, I'll tell you, 25 years ago, the, the people on TSN, the broadcasters, would have been calling it the Braley Bowl. They would have been. And but nobody was referring it to as such. No, it would surprise me because it used to be referred to as... Well, when it was actually the Braley Bowl, yes. when he owned both teams, but he, he doesn't anymore. We're talking about David Braley, owned both the Toronto Argonauts and the BC Lions. It's such a CFL thing. Like, it's like, on one hand, the CFL wants to run away from what it is and its history. Yes. Yet on the other hand, that's what made the CFL cool and well-known. Do you know what it's, I mean? I do. I do. And it drives me... Cr uh, you can still cherish your past as you move to the future. You don't have to forget it. Well, and I don't know... Hey, who the hell am I? I don't have the answer to this. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, We love you in Winnipeg, Rod. Get your butt down here. That's why I'll say it. I can't go back to those old jobs because, like, Peter Labardius, who tried to get on the air today, is not available because he's broadcasting the Brick Hockey Tournament in Edmonton. He's happy. Right. Why would you leave the Flames to go broadcast can... a minor hockey trip? Because he is happy doing it. You know, like me, former CFL PR guy who's not with the CFL anymore, but we're good friends, used to say, would you stop, Rod, bringing up the 90s CFL? Why? And the, and the Birmingham Barracudas and the Memphis Mad Dogs. And I'm like, why? He goes, because it's embarrassing. It was an embarrassing part of our history. The CFL 90s, example, uh, 90s experiment was the drunk uncle at the family gatherings. Just leave him in the corner. Don't talk about him. <laughs> that doesn't solve anything. I laugh because I've been that drunk uncle. <laughs> so have I. I've been the drunk son, dad, uncle. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, so I don't know where we're going to be. I know tomorrow I'm on the way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Moose will have the show on Thursday. We'll be live from Charlotte, North Carolina in the USA Football IFAF Championships and NFL flag. And uh, would you keep an eye on Calgary for us? We will do that. We will keep it nice and warm and ready for your Have return. a great stampede, everybody. Uh, tomorrow, back on the air at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and the key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.